Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all you know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like Here we go. Oh, would you like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. And we each and every Saturday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Say good, good, great morning to you, nice and beautiful out there. Preach uh, safe and well, you know, safer than they normally are. And uh, things are just looking good this morning. Oh my God, it's a lot to talk about. Just a lot of things that are going on. A lot of things we need to be in on, need to learn and, and talk about this morning. I'm going into some of the things, a little depth on things uh, this morning. And, uh, you know, we have so much happening here. We have a young man that was convicted yesterday in Chicago for saying he made up the story about being harassed by some racist and something like that and all of this. And he's going to jail. He's in jail, really. Uh, they convicted him. They said he was lying about making racial complaints. I wonder about that. But with so much we got coming up, let me say this, in eight o'clock hour, uh, a little before the eight o'clock hour, we have our barrister, our attorney to come on. We'll be coming this morning. And um, we got going also the things that are happening in Ukraine that you need to know. Now, let's look at this on two sides. I want to compare the response to the Ukrainians and the Haitians. The response. Here's a group. First of all, let's look at Ukraine. Who are the Ukrainians? Go back in history, we'll find that not in a, not one American history book, you'll find their lengthy history. But I can tell you who they are. They are, they were once known as the Khazars. And they were a nation that came up from Greece and other places, had formed that nation. There, the Ukrainians, uh, be they began to call themselves the Khazars, and they also was called the Huns, the Huns. And you don't find American books writing about it, I don't know why, nobody knows. Because they had a great history. Have you ever heard of Tilla the Hun? These were pre-Ukrainian, people who we call Ukraine today, Attila the Han. And his great empire defended Europe from becoming 100% Muslim. Attila the Han. The American history books don't write about him. You have to get books from other places. Although their, their dynasty 
lasted some 500 years. American books don't write. I guess that they're used to uh, not leaving certain things about their history because uh, the Ukraines, uh, the Khazars, were people who came over and said they were Jews. They came up with the language Yiddish. Yiddish is not a Jewish language. It's not a language. But they say it is. It's not. And they came up with the language of the Jews. Of what they said was Jewish. These people are in New York wear the big tall stove hats dressed in the long black clothes are descendants of these people, the Khazars. They came to America and built a Jewish community in New York, law, and those, those Jews, ascetic Jews they call them, are seen all over America. And when we find then that there are a lot of people in America pay homage to them because they feel like those few who do know American history knows the reason why they are embracing the Jewish faith or Christianity today was because of these Khazars who defeated uh, Islam. And when we begin to look at what is going on, what's going on in America, there are those who know the history, the Russians, who was a part of that uh, era and a part of these people once upon a time, were known as the Rus, R-U-S. They later was kicked out of Ukraine and went and formed the nation we call today Russia. And this is something that's been in their claw a long time. See, America and the media and different ones, just public news, they do not dig to find and give you the reason, the historicity behind a lot of things that are going on. They don't. I studied this since 1967 uh, when I was in college. I uh, just, just, I started not to even mention this, but it's best, my audience. I try to give you the best information possible, give you the historicity of these particular situations, then you will begin to understand What's going on here? These people have once defeated Russia and ruled the Russians, Rus. And when we find here that when we find that people who had left Palestine, Israel, Africa, you see a whole name of the way they really were, the real name. They left as descendants of Japheth. 
They were not descendants of Shem or Ham. Now, these are the three sons of Noah. Everybody know that all three were black. But Japheth is the father of the Aryan race. The other, he's the father of the Aryan race. He moved into a cross, the Strait of Gibraltar, and I, I got a problem here. Yeah, just your, your microphone. Uh, you just have to turn your microphone because I think people can't hear you correctly. They can't hear Yes, yes, your microphone, you need to turn it toward you. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It's toward me? Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Now it's and way boy, better, right? Get... <laughs> Thank you. Look here. You know what happened? This fell off. Okay. I knew things weren't right. And when they began, I, I want to know how much they, did they hear. Oh, no, no. We, we could hear you, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, just, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can the people uh, hear me? But I think now people hear you Now better. they can hear me better. Yeah, for sure, yeah. I really wanted them to hear this because I'm giving them the history of the whole thing. This was all a start of when you start and develop, learn true history and true historical theology. This is uh, this is historical theology. I was telling you. Good morning. Can I have your name? Uh, I had to pay thousands of dollars for this going to the top colleges, colleges and seminaries in the country. Uh, but when we begin to realize that these people uh, have defeated Russia once, Russia was the Rus. There in that time, the time when they were the Khazars, and that they ruled that part of the world for a long time. Attila the Hun, one of the great readers, that there's, there's not a, a word about them in an American history book, were people who were, who were just uh, left out of history. Their reign lasted in Ukraine, what we call Ukraine today, for over 500 years. They left. They originally came from Greece, and they were put out of Palestine, put out of it, put out of Palestine. Who kicked them out? The natives to that land, Africans. They, because of the things that they were doing, now, when we begin to see what's happening here, here's Haiti, a nation, that island. Everybody know where Haiti is, just about everybody knows. The reason why we're not speaking French in America today is because the Haitians defeated France when they attacked the United States. But when Haitians decided they wanted to come to America, that their, their, their country had been through certain, so many catastrophes, such as the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere, they said, but it's about the, almost the poorest country in the world. America screamed and hollered and said, we don't want them over here. 
we don't want them here. But when it came to Ukrainians, oh boy, they're opening their arms, said, bring them, bring them over, bring them over, bring them over. Black people, I want you to wake up and realize what's happening in America, how America really is. There are certain people they don't want in this country. There are certain people they want gone. Why is it a country that defeated another powerful country at that time for America? We don't want the descendants of those people here. But we do want others that the thing that they did was came with the big black tall stove hats and everything and pretended to be Jewish people, some of them. Uh, some of them were converted Jewish people. Some were. But they did not do what Haiti did for America. What about that? What do you think about that? I know why y'all don't want the critical race theory taught. Because when the, the historicity of America is taught, there are a lot of people would be ashamed of how much they've mistaught, how much they've lied about, how much they have deceived people into believing that they were great in everything? Well, what, what, what is it? Why can't we teach the truth in America? Why can't the truth be taught in America? Why? What is they hiding? They say, oh, we don't want our children feeling bad. How do you think our children have felt for centuries? I didn't think we felt for centuries. We were all once children. Why not the truth? Why do we have to try to water everything down for white America? I'm calling, I'm asking this morning. Tell me, what is it? What is it that keeps one from telling the truth? What is it? Why? Is it because you can't handle the truth? The truth cannot be handled? What is it? Yes, we're here. Get number one for me. Get number one. And uh, we want to deal with this situation. All righty. And the other lines are line 972-647-1893. I know I haven't given the number out, but there you can call. 972-647-1893. I'm giving you a number now because we're getting close to our first break. So it's best to call in and go and get your line now. We got, got lines ringing. Uh, I want to know. I want to hear. I'm going to hear from everybody. I don't care who it is. I'm going to hear from you. Why hide the truth? 
You'll never get a situation straightened out. Maybe you don't want the situation ever straightened. I don't know. To hide the truth is evil. If it's not the truth, it's a lie. And why? What we want to go forth and teach, keep teaching our young lies, big lies about history. Why? What is it about a lie? A lie make you continue to look good? We don't worry about how good you look, how good we're treated. I tell you what, we're up against a short break. And we'll be right back. You can reach me at 972-647-1893. Be right back. Yo, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all All right, I'm back and I'm ready to take your call. 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. All right, PL, let's go on there. All right. Good morning, you're on Keno In. Good morning. Yes, uh huh. Go right ahead. I want to thank you for, for coming on and giving us the history that you have. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think you know until you open your mouth and say about how much you really know. And, and, you know, uh, we can all get to your church, so we're missing out. Uh, Well, we're going to go back into our our church and uh, because I want to make sure. Mm -hmm. See, this COVID was nothing to play with. I I know so many people that died. And I mean, right. personally, no. This, this was shocking to me. To, and uh, I want to make sure, because every time they jump back in there, ready to go back in too fast, they make it worse. So, yes, sir. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm not going to say the name, but these people that come on TV and telling other people, don't wear the mask and take this little oh, medicine over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, saw that the man died, okay, after shouting that out, because I didn't know he was telling that, till he died, and then I heard the details, and I had seen online some other people doing that same thing, and they also died, mm-hmm. because when like you said, it ain't nothing to play with, but guess what? Mm-hmm. God don't play either. <laughs> yeah. We don't play either, okay? And, he, and he's on top of everything. Mm-hmm. I just really want to thank you for that, because... <clears throat> Speaking of lies, so I grew up in a family that uh, I was the I was the, the one that had to be hidden, and it got all lies, and the lies got all stretched out, and one, like you said, once you start telling one, you got to pile it up on the other. That's right. It took me years, took me years to uncover all the different mm-hmm. things concerning my own self. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, because in my family. And I don't share this publicly because it's been too embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But that is, I was told that I was trying to live too black. We didn't have no black art. We had no black history. Uh, I couldn't, supposed to, but I always did. Couldn't go into my neighborhoods, my own black neighborhoods. 
I couldn't wear an afro, and I had one of those Angela Davis type afro when I did mm-hmm. sneak and wear. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to tell you, it was real because I have that kind of African blood on both sides where you got that woolly hair, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so my, when I did wear my fro, uh, my God, hell, <laughs> that's all I can say. Well, well they, I, they, they, they had been... Uh, captured by, uh, 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 you know, self-hatred. Yeah, they had been captured by self-hatred and don't realize it, that they really hated themselves and they in anything that looked like them. And these things have happened to many of our people. This is why it's so important for us to learn the Word of God in reality. And be mm-hmm. taught the word of God in reality, but because the Bible is a black book, mm. it's a, I mean, it was written in Africa. Most of the things that took place in the names and everything you read about, and the people you read about, all those African, they had to change them over because the Europeans had, had changed everything that was pure. They had called it white, so they had to stick you some pictures in there and everything to make you think that these people were were white, not black Africans. It's all a trick. It's all a mind game, that's all. When I got down where I couldn't do for myself, and somebody introduced me to black art, mm-hmm. and I started buying black art wholesale. Mm-hmm. I only had a suitcase, yeah. and I would go to this man that has art here in Texas, I'm talking about Dallas. Mm-hmm. He got art. He got art like nobody's business, okay? And and, mm-hmm. and I started he had pictures of Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman. Mm-hmm. I sold one of those pictures out of my suitcase. Now, wait, 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 let me say something. Those are very, very great people, good people. But our history don't start there. It goes back to the beginning of civilization. Because we are the parents of all civilization. Everyone on the face of the earth came from the black man and black woman. Thank you, and I thank you for your call. They're clearly the line, 972-647-1893. All righty, who do we have here? Uh, Nikki, Nikita is on uh, line three. Nikita, yes. all righty. Nikki, Nikki. Nikki, all right, all right. Good morning, Nikki. Peace and love. How you doing, Queen? Fine. How are you doing? I am marvelous. I'm hanging in here. Oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Go right ahead. Yes, sir. I wanted to talk about, uh, as we're talking about our black people, mm-hmm. I want to talk about the abusive coach that we have at Wilma Hutchins High School. The, uh, say that again. What you have at Wilma Hutchins? We have an abusive basketball coach at the Wilma Hutton High School. Oh, and you do? I want mm-hmm. Go on. The abuse. Uh, again, to our young black men, we need the black kids to stand up and teach our young males that uh, we can be successful. Now, my son was thrown out the basketball team because I spoke up for the other children that was not playing, that was being thrown out the team, uh, the parents was being disrespected, and all kind of chaos was going on in this basketball team. So I spoke up and told the coach that he was not right, and all the children should be playing. 
and uh, he retaliated and threw my son off the team along with some other young males. And then my son was the only one that would not was not allowed to go back on the team because the coach was a fit with me because I spoke up. And yes, I'm speaking up for our young black males. We need to save our children. They are our future. And these children were devastated that they didn't have a chance to show their talent. And also, they know that they missed a uh, lifetime-changing opportunity. And I just want to uh, ask the people would they stand with us as we try to change the rules or add to the rules. If we have a rule, no pass, no play, we should be having a rule where if they're passing, they're playing. Now, all of these children were A-B honor roll students. They were uh, uh, very effective at the school. And this coach, he just shut them down. He had selected players, and, and it just damaged the children and uh, the parents. And uh, my son was talking about killing himself. And so we know with all the mental health issues and all the suicide going on with our children, we need to get a help on this. I mean, uh, you're I, saying he was, uh, well, he should have been playing. Uh, is he, uh, it, he, was he good enough to make the basketball team? Yes, sir. He's been playing all his life. Uh-huh. And he's, he's as good as those who are playing? That's correct. All of these were, as they call it, the school D1 level children. And so no, I'm talking about their the athletic ability. He has good yes. athletic ability and good enough to play. Yes, they were. They were, yes, all of those children. And you don't think the coach could uh, govern that, uh, monitor that? To, you don't think he knew talent well enough to uh, allow him to play? Well, actually, it, 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 he didn't allow, allow a lot of them to play, but he actually, mine was not about my son playing. It was about me speaking out on behalf of all of the children and the parents. The parents you want all the children to play? Don't you think all the children should be playing? if they're No, making I'm going to be honest with you, no. There are some kids that are better than others. And when you... Have some who desire to play, but don't have the ability. They have to face the fact and find them something that they can do. Every child has a gift. It may not be that the one that they've been taught to love, so they have to find where they are gifted at. But then there are coaches who have used kids uh, wrongly and did not play them well enough. I, I don't know this, what the specifics of this particular situation, but when you ask me, do I think all children should play? No. No. Do you think every man can be a Dallas Cowboy? No. You think uh, uh, they could be be a Texas Ranger? Uh, see, there. Some people have abilities, some don't. Could every boxer beat Muhammad Ali? Yeah, some of them would. Again, if you... There might have been some... Oh, there some that probably could have, might have, very slight, slight chance. But it's up to your ability. And when people don't have uh, certain abilities, one thing don't mean that they're not good at something else. 
That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true, but All right. were, these children were being downgraded, told to he- hold their heads down when they lose. Uh, again, the parents were being disrespected. So then it goes further than those people, the children playing on the team. Uh, why was you downgrading these kids, throwing off the team, uh, lashing out at the parents? I mean, it was just horrible. And, uh, did y'all talk to the principal? I did. I did. I have did all the channels to go. Uh, what did he say? Uh, he put my son back on the team, but the coach still did not let him play. And then what he did, he started. He brought. He didn't bring a uniform so that he could uh, dress out. He uh, didn't give him the bag that all the other children uh, had. He just singled him out because I stood up for the children. Again, I was standing up for all of the children. And I'm sorry with what you're saying, but I disagree because if all those children are uh, allowed to uh, qualify and they have qualified and made the qualifications, uh, then it should be made where all of those children are playing. And I just think they need to uh, reevaluate some of those rules that are going on uh, to the children because these, you got to understand, sir, uh, we are a lot of parents out here. These kids don't have too much to do. And, uh, and if you don't put that ball in their hand, they're picking up a gun, and we know what happened with Kimball. Is, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you saying that if they're not shooting a basketball, they're going to be shooting a gun? That, that's the only other opportunities that they have. is. is oh, I don't. Look, there are a lot of things kids can do, and they're not innately evil. And uh, sure, I would love for them to have a basketball. I love them to do thing, great things. And I encourage them. But to give them saying they either will play basketball or kill someone or hurt someone, I, I just, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't dare put our children down like that. I wouldn't dare yeah. do that. No, there's there a lot of things they can do that we need to find more than, uh, there's more things in the world than sports. There are other things they can do, and then there are other sports that are different. They, you can play one better than the other. But I thank you for your call. Amen. All right. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. 972-647-1893. Who do you have here? Beverly is on uh, line two. Beverly? Yeah. All right. Good morning, Beverly. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? Fine. How are you this morning? You know what? I had a toothache yesterday. When you came on this radio this morning and you bought this up, that, tooth, that toothache disappeared. Oh, there's wonderful. Three things, there's three things you can't hide. What's that? The sun, the moon, and the truth. That's right. Mm-hmm. You That's can't right. hide that. Mm-hmm. See, and this is another thing my grandmother used to say. Don't lie because you keep lying and lying and lying until eventually you'll forget the first lie that you told. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so true. And this is where we are today. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is exposure time. That's why I say we needed Trump. They got us so scared of God, we don't do anything. And in reality, we are the gods. Did you say every every life started, uh, human life started through us? Every human life came through, came out of us in, in Africa. Every human life. Come on, life. people. This is where God, this is where God started humanity. Thank you. And uh, we're the oldest people on earth. 
there are reasons why that in most cases, anything that anything man come up with, if they give us one-tenth of an opportunity, we usually can beat everybody in the world doing anything because we're the oldest people on earth. Thank you. And this is in us, innately in us, and we... The chosen. Yeah. And see, ain't no use Oh, no, no. You talking about white or black supremacy? No, 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 no. Here's what. Here's what life is. The Bible does not teach that all men are created equal. The Bible don't teach that. It does not. The Bible said too much is given, much is required. Yes. To some, yes. he gave more gifts than he did to others. Yes, and there are those who, those who don't want us to know how truly gifted we are. I tell people that and how powerful we are. Yeah. We're, the, we're there. But we are taught a myth, a lie about ourselves because there are others who don't want us to know. What That's a gifted, great people we, we are. Today. Mm-hmm. That's why we have the problem we have today. It's not about the racists. We are the only one whose name has, uh, at the great, uh, name has changed. We mm-hmm. are the only one. Yeah. But see, we have to understand, if we don't learn and study and know who we are, that's the the same atrocities that have happened to us down through the years will continue to happen to us. Exactly. We don't research it. We now, we should be extremely angry in America. I'm telling you about the black man. We should be extremely angry in America right now. What did they do when those Haitians were trying to get I'm into America here? Or has that been a year yet? It hadn't quite been yet. But... Yeah. But now they're inviting other Europeans in. Exactly. You turn our you turn our people away and bring Afghanistan in here. Come on, people. We need to wake up and smell the coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's really an atrocity that, that it happens to us, but we don't say anything. In fact, we going along and. Just giggling and thinking, yeah, they, we, need, we need we to bring them in. Bring, bring. I'm not for anybody getting killed. I'm not for anybody to have war come against them. But I'm at like, the same time, be fair. Exactly. But you see, the thing about it, the Haitians have skin in America. They saved America. Mm. They you saved them from the French. The French was going to beat America had it not been for Haiti. All right now. And we and we we we're, we're sitting around think, thanking God somebody else coming in. Think about people who look like you, people. You, thank you, thank yeah, you. God, ain't no ain't nothing raised by loving those who look like you. You ought to, we ought to love somebody. I'm looking at forty five standing up there with the Bible in his hand and don't even know how to hold the Bible. That's the problem. oh no, he had the Bible upside down. You know, on, what, did, what did he call it? Two Corinthians? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm, I'm up because it's a short break. I got to run. Thank you. 972-647-1893 is the number to reach me. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to All right. We're back. We're back. It's our last segment in the first hour. You can reach me at 972-647-1893. All right. 
All right, who do we have? Pierre. We have uh, James uh, from uh, Palestine on line three. James, all righty. Good morning, James. Morning, everybody, and appreciate you always and all the listeners. Uh, as you've mm-hmm. been saying all along, the lion spirit is out here. The spirit about the lion spirit about race, which is in the book of Second King. Mister Wynn been bringing it out, and you have, and also that lion spirit that told the Lord that I will go. And what's happening with all of this, Reverend Burnett? As you know, Donald Trump has a German ancestry. And as you tied all that history together when you came on the app with the program, mm-hmm. you tied it all together. And what's happening to me is, as you say, the truth is under attack, and the Bible is the destination of what they're trying to get rid of. James, uh, let me ask you something. That, let me ask you something yes, because I had this thing on it wrong. Uh, could y'all hear me when I first come on? Was I yes, heard? We what? could. I could. I'm here in Palestine. I can hear you, you clearly. You heard. You heard me clear. Okay, go right ahead. Keep going. Yes, sir. All right, if you heard me. Yes, All sir. Right. Uh, and also, Reverend Bonnet, when you when people say God has God has no respect to person, but when they say all men created equal, like you said, they said lying spirit out there, and some more lying that's going on in America. They trying to do this critical race theory thing. Yeah, they lied about Custer. They made him look like a hero, and mm-hmm. many times that people know the Alamo. And the Confederacy, the way they did that, they mm-hmm. make, try to make defeat look like victory for them. Yeah, when Sidney Bull had him under his arms, didn't he? He had his head under yes, his arms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, this is how sad it is here. And we have what we call the, the, they call us the Negro. And as you know, we have the house Negro, the yard, the porch, the field Negro, and all of those. They got us divided in our friends Fenton wrote a book called The Rich of the Earth, Black Skin and White Mass. This is where we are in America because part of what that lady was saying earlier when she called in about those children, that could tie into that a little bit if we're not careful. But what you were telling her, you were breaking it down where she can understand what's going on. But also, I think underlying what she was saying is there's some issues going on that sometimes black skin, white mask is an issue. You remember, I know, let me say this right quick. You remember the courtroom ballroom when the white, young white men could go in that room and select them a bride, and some of our women looked so much like white, the movie I passed for white, they could choose them a wife, and she had about an a, a inch or something of, of blood in her that was black, but she looked more white than she did black. Mm-hmm. And this is what's going on out here. We got a lot of that going on out here. Well, just look at your TV commercials and look at these, yes, uh, what is it, uh, the dating games, what they call them, uh, oh, and yeah. all that. Uh, yes, uh, it, it, the game is, it's, it's games being played on us and they're played on our subconscious. And it teaches our young yes, certain things. If you get my drift, yes, you, get, you get my drift. I make room for somebody else. Like you said, this war over here, that war that's going on, it's done took over all the news. Where's all the other news? And when it comes to, like, black skin, mm-hmm. I don't see all this coverage that's going on. I turn my TV off. I say, man, this is ridiculous. As long as it's white skin, and I don't mean to hate white people or no people, but when it's, like, white skin, it look like they get all the good coverage and everything. Everybody says, oh, my heart, go out to them. But when it comes down to black skin and brown skin, mm-hmm. man, that's very little coverage. Even when they have... They were about to go crazy down on that, that border at Mexico. 
over those Haitians yes, coming sir. into this country. Now they're bringing people in by the plane nodes and everything. Just welcome yes, them here. Hey, wake up, people, and realize. Realize what's going on, black people. Please. Thank yes, you for your call, James. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. They're line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? Veronica on line two. Veronica. Veronica? All righty. Good morning, Veronica. Good morning, Reverend Boyd. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for the show. Thank you for all that you do. But I'm calling mm-hmm. in and follow up on the young lady that called in about the Wim Hutchinson coach. Mm-hmm. My understanding, I'm making sure that I heard her right, was after she started speaking up for the team, that's when things started falling back down. Am I correct? I think I think you are. Uh, but in a situation, but I'm listening to the total cup situation because it was a long time before I would even speak because I wanted to hear it. Uh, see, a coach is in a tough position. You got parents that are dedicated to them and everything, but they, when it comes to getting on the court or on the field or the diamond, their children don't have the talent. And how yes, do you... How do you do with that? Mm -hmm. Right. But I understand her very well. But like I say, my understanding was when she starts, her son had been playing, remember? But after she starts speaking up, because you you do do that. And I understand where she's coming from because I... My son went to uh, that school as well. And he wasn't, I don't know, any team, but he was in special education course that a coach taught. And the coach, me and him talked. He wasn't... And my son would say, well, Mama, he don't pay me any attention or he's not explaining or giving me the help that I need. So mm-hmm. I went to talk with the coach with my son. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, well, call him by his last name. Odom is reserved. He sit back and he's relaxed. He watch everything. Well, yes, but you already understand why he's in your room. Give him that attention that you give them kids out there on their court attention. But make a long story short, because when you hold your peace, God will fight your battle. Everything flew up. That coach was doing so much crooked stuff that he went on the news. It was unbelievable. So sometimes I want to make sure we're listening so we can get these some help because the men do need to come out and speak up on different things. The principal should have uh, took care of it. I don't understand why nothing has been done after she started speaking up. I understand well, retaliation. Well, here's what. Here's what. I'm so glad that people are speaking up for their children. Uh, whether they're right or wrong, that teacher is being paid to do a job. Now, whether right or wrong, he's going to have to he's going to have to suck it up. Uh, but at some point in time, they should try to see level ground and see really what what, what the what the problems are. Is it because a coach? We've had coaches in Dallas. I do know. Then uh, if you speak up, they won't let your child play. They'll let them. They'll let them. Now, this is one of the most popular coaches they ever come to Dallas. He was like that. He, wow. You speak up, he don't let your child play. And uh, it's, it's and, they, and see, they're humans, too, and they don't like to be criticized, critiqued. But sometimes when they are called to the side, they are paid to That's be correct. critiqued by parents. That's 
That's they're paid. They're, you you have the right. You giving him a job by your children, you know, by children being there. That that's, that's correct. correct. But uh, you know, it's just one thing that happened. Now this coach, uh, he was he coached one of the big big time sports schools in Dallas. Uh, he's dead now. But he, he he was he was something else. He, you speak up to him, he's not gonna let your child play. I don't care how good he I, is. I agree. So but that kind of mess needs to be stopped. I but can you know, understand that. Like, but if the child is not gifted enough I understand that. I yeah. understand. Now uh no, was your was your husband involved? Well, oh, both of them. Yes, his, his father and his stepfather. What, how did, how, what did he say to your husband? Well, he told him the same thing he told me. Odom is a great son. I wish I had more uh, kids like him in my classroom. But my son wouldn't speak up on different things. And he would talk with me. But my husband, husband and stepfather uh, would share and talk <laughs> with me. So he wasn't, you know, like I say, it wasn't bad, bad, because I wanted my son to learn how to speak up for himself as well. Well, it wasn't up to that child. That parents, y'all were in the right spot, doing that's the right, right thing. Yeah, for that's y'all, right, y'all to do it. But, uh, but you have but good coaches, and you, it's like anything else. You have good coaches. You do, and you, you have do. bad ones. You do, you do. So, and if you if you got a bad one in your school, be on that coach, but be on that math teacher, that science Absolutely. teacher. That's Just right. as bad That's as right. you being That's on that coach. That's, That's right. the way you do. Absolutely, yeah. I agree. If your child's grade is not where it should be in a social studies class, That's be right. in there raising sand now, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank Absolutely. you for your call. Uh-huh. That clears Thank the line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do you have here? James on the line one. James. Yes. Okay. Good morning, James. Good morning, Pastor Burnett. Yes, good morning. Uh, we're calling from the Greenwich Temple Church regarding Christ, 2627 Dollar Street. Okay. Yeah. Free food. Free food. All Free. right. Yes, wonderful, sir. wonderful, wonderful. Free food. Now, uh, th- that's off of Bear Street, right? 2627 Dar, one block off of Bear. Okay, they can get some free food there. What time yes, will y'all open? Start at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock this morning. Yes, sir. Right and early. About yes. a, almost about an hour and seven minutes from now, y'all will be opening and you're passing out free food, right? Yes, sir. Okay, I thank you. Thank, thank you for you, that sir. message. Thank you for that message every Saturday. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. God All bless right. you. God bless you. All righty, 972-647-1893 is the number to call. All righty, who do we have here? David on uh, line three. David? Yes. All right. And uh, Malcolm Robinson is on hold, too. Attorney uh, uh, Malcolm okay. Robinson. Malcolm yes. is on hold? Okay, we'll get to him. All right. We start him this morning early. All righty. Good morning, Malcolm. I uh, know David. Good morning, David. David. How you do, Brother Barnett? Good morning, David. How you doing? Uh, I have to give you this morning. Uh, say that again. Something, something's happening with my 
Well, my, I don't go say just. I, go. I can't hear. Hello. Yes, somehow you cutting out on. Uh, say it again. I said I have to give you A plus this morning on your history lesson. Oh yes, well it has to be taught, so we wouldn't be left just completely in the dark about what's truly going on. Yes. See, you mm-hmm. should know the history of all of Japan's children mm-hmm. from the beginning. Mm-hmm. What is that history? What is the history of Eva that's over there? Mm-hmm. You can go to Park if you got Park Stick. You can get the history. Of, I'm looking at it now. I'm gonna do my program on on on, on some of mm-hmm. of it. But they done made movies of Attila the Hun. They done made movie of the Caspian. Yes. They done made movie of the Caspian. Mm-hmm. They done made all of these. You can go get this history. You got plastic. You can go get the history of the Ukraine. All of the people. Mm-hmm. It is very important. It's very important to American history because a lot of the things that America has hung their hung their hat on, saying these are the things that we are part of our heritage, our history, a part of our culture, and everything, uh, they came out of secrecy because you know you cannot find, and I don't know where you find your material, but you cannot find about these people, the Khazars. Nowhere in an American history book, but and their 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 kingdom lasted over five hundred years, and they defeated the Muslims to defeat them back to keep Europe from becoming one hundred percent Islam. But they don't talk about them. I got Big Mama's history book. Oh yeah, yeah, down there in Mary Allen, right? Right. They taught it at Mary Allen College. Mm -hmm. I got. Everything that you just said this morning, uh-huh. I got the, I got a book, I got I got a volume one and volume two mm-hmm. book that they talk the history. It mm-hmm. is very important to know the history of America mm-hmm. because these people they call themselves Americans for two hundred and forty four <laughs> years. Yeah, who were these people before they became America? Mm-hmm. And, and 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 see, they didn't fight. England for no freedom or liberty. They fought for independence. It's a difference. Yeah. It's a difference between independence, freedom, and, 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 and liberty. Well, like the old saying go, people didn't die for our, to vote. Right. They died for freedom. <laughs> and maybe yeah. freedom would give them the opportunity uh, to and, vote. And our, our, our leaders were killed they, they, they didn't die. They was killed. That's they was right. murdered. That's right. Well, yeah. King people, they was murdered. Mm-hmm. Malcolm X, they was, they wasn't killed. They was murdered. That's right. It's a difference. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great difference. difference. All right. But I thank you. I thank you because I'm, I'm, I'm easing up on this hour. Uh, call earlier. All right. 972-647-1893. Bring... Ah, uh, the Barristone right now. Ah, uh, got about two minutes left. Good morning, sir. Well, good morning. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, attorney. You doing all right? Oh, I'm doing fine. It's a very valuable lesson that you were uh, providing information on this morning. 
Well, this was back in my studies that I started back in 1967 while I was in in college, then it went on and stood at that when I hit, you know, got into the Ivy League. And uh, uh, I, I, I was thinking about bringing this up because you, you have to be careful. Yeah. People, even when you're talking to black folk, yeah. will misunderstand what you say. Yeah, that's correct. And uh, I have to walk a fine line. Now, I understand. Me, uh, you you got folk will call in here, angry with me. You didn't do this in a certain part of town. You didn't take care of that and say, I'm not on the council, city council or school right. board. I don't hold the office. I right. do what I can, but they get angry with me as if I'm responsible for something. <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm oh, not. Okay. I tell you what, uh, uh, Attorney Robinson. Uh, we're going to go on and take our break and just hang on. And we're okay. going to come back and give All you right. try to give you as much time as possible. All right. All right. Thank you. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all know. All right. All right. And uh, I'm inviting everyone tomorrow morning, 930. Um... Facebook, Marion Barnett Senior. Be with us in service tomorrow morning, 9.30, Sunday morning, 9.30, every Sunday morning, 9.30. And I tell you what, set your clock an hour ahead tomorrow. Set your clock an hour ahead. We lose an hour sleep next tomorrow. So we gained it this past, uh, when was that in? It was in the fall. That was in the fall we gained it. But we give it back to this coming. Uh, tomorrow morning we give it back. So I'm saying 930, but your clock probably got 830 right now. So move it up one hour. Come tomorrow. But right now, on the line with us is attorney Malcolm Robinson. All righty, sir. Attorney Robinson, you there? Yes, I'm here. You don't want to start with a lot of mud, do you? <laughs> well, you, it's your show. <laughs> no, no, I just want, I'm curious. I, I'm asking this out of curiosity, but I, I'm not trying to be, you know, uh, muddy, uh, uh, a bunch of trash, but I could be. I don't want it to be, but all right. What situation is Jerry Jones in? Oh, even well, most of this about Jerry Jones to my knowledge, none of this is new. So I, it's just a no. It's they, not okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the people that know, they already know everything about Jerry Jones. So some people don't know, and you know, so nothing's new. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's all I can say. <laughs> well, can, I don't know what else to say. Well, can his daughter get any more money out of him? Well, now, now you're getting into the 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 situation that uh, I, I felt she was headed towards. Let me just say this for people, so people can understand. Mm-hmm. One of the primary reasons why I uh, decide, uh, decided with the invitation of uh, Reverend Barnett was to focus on 
the area of practice that, that I'm in, which is I consider to be acquisition of wealth, uh, preservation of wealth, and passing and growth of wealth by passing on from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. You pass it on from generation uh, under the laws of descent and distribution in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. And your descendants are your potential heirs. But mm-hmm. you don't become an heir until the court, the probate court, declares you an heir. So, children, biological children, uh, children that are born out of a, a marriage, outside of the marriage, and adopted children all are on the same level in terms of the laws of descent and distribution. I'll say that again. Biological children born out of a marriage, biological children born outside of the marriage, and adopted children are all on the same level. Mm -hmm. Unless uh, something occurs to change that. That means that if, in fact, there's truth to this situation with Jerry Jones, and that is his biological child, then that biological child is on the same level as his children that are born inside the marriage and mm-hmm. have the same uh, right of heirship as but now, uh, that are born inside the marriage. Would a will negate that or what? Well, uh, a will... Well, will does is the testator, in this case Jerry Jones, can decide by will and other instruments where he wants his wealth to go. And if he decides that out of all his children he wants 90% to go to one child and 10% to be divided up among other children, biological children, he can do that. So, yes, the will can affect that. And I don't know what the situation is in in this case, uh, because I I don't know any of the facts other than they said that allegedly the the mother of the child entered into some type of agreement with him when the child was a minor. Mm -hmm. And, And set up a trust to be, I guess, distributed to the child at some point in the future. And the child was not a party to that uh, agreement because she was a minor, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. But uh, when the child becomes uh, a an adult at the age of 18, then the child can become a party to that agreement. So. It may depend on how it is structured, the wording of the agreement, uh, presuming that the agreement and all this has some factual basis. Well, can the child sue him? Well, the, the child is trying to sue him not for the purposes of, of biological, I mean, the rights of the child as being his biological child, but apparently the child is trying to sue him because the child is not bound by all respects of that agreement, especially 
that part of the agreement where the, the mother, I guess, agreed that the biological relationship between the father and the child would not be disclosed. I think that's, mm. that's my understanding of what they said. Again, I haven't seen anything, and I haven't heard any attorney uh, report on uh the substance and the merits of the case, so I don't, I, I don't know all that. So you don't know if she violated the the, the, the agreement between the mother and Jerry Jones by exposing this. It sounded like that. that well, I don't they, made it, they made it seem like that uh, because she's not a party to the agreement, and so therefore she didn't agree to that. Her mother may have agreed to it, and she was a minor. However, mm-hmm. it, it, when their mother set up the trust and there were supposed to be distributions out of the trust, it might say, and I'm going, I have to be careful here. Uh-huh. It might say that when the child became an adult and if the child received benefits from the trust, from the agreement, then the child became a party to the agreement by what I guess we would clarify as a condition subsequent. And like that's why I say it depends on how it's worded. So mm-hmm. when she became an adult and then she became aware of the agreement and was briefed on the agreement and understood that even though she was not bound by that agreement while she was a minor, that if she received the benefit of that agreement when she became an adult that she subsequently became bound by. And that might be the way it plays out. So mm-hmm. we'll have to see how it's worded. So you'd have to actually see that thing yourself to really understand what's going on, huh? Yeah, you have to, yeah, 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 yeah you have to understand. But, you know, I think, I think when, when, if, if anybody out there in the, in the world, you have to, if you are, in the position of a biological child like allegedly this uh, person is, and you become aware of that, you need to consult your attorney and be advised about what your rights are under the agreement Mm -hmm. once you become an adult, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And, And understand that, you know, it might be that when you decide to receive uh, uh, distributions from this trust, that you may be binding yourself to some of the provisions in the trust. Like I said, mm-hmm. we call that like a condition subsequent in that category. Mm-hmm. So now, if you are in the position of the parent, like allegedly Jerry Jones are, you have to be, well, of course, you are aware, or you should be aware, I won't say, you, you may be aware, let's put it like that, of all your biological descendants. Now, sometimes we don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we know there's possibilities out there, but we may not know that we have a biological descendant because we were, you know, that, everybody don't tell everything. You know, but if you know, then and you are aware of that. Now, what happens a lot of times, you know, they say when you sow on your oats, or I guess what you say, mm-hmm. that you know that there's a possibility out there, 
and and but a lot of times we don't want to disclose that fact to anybody, and we'll be involved in a subsequent marriage, and we don't tell our spouse that we have another child out there, and so when we talk to clients and potential clients, we always tell them. We we are asked, well, uh, did your husband uh, have any children? And they say, well, yeah, we we had three children. Are there any other children out there? No, 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 no. They always say that. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, when, when we do the investigation, or the court does the investigation, this other child pops up, especially if there's something of value. Mm-hmm. And the child, the, 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 the I don't want to say illegitimate child because there's no such thing, but the other biological child that was born outside the marriage all of a sudden pops up. And they have the same rights as the child that was born in the marriage. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that creates a lot of problems uh, for the, for the uh, spouse who, the surviving spouse, let's put it like that. All right. All righty. Pierre, do we have any uh, calls on this line now for this conversation? Uh, yeah, we, we have a call. I don't have the name, but uh, Just bring she, she's on. on the area. Bring them on. Bring them on. Bring them Good morning. You're on Kino N. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. This is Sister. This is Sister. 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 Hello? Hello? Yes, go right ahead. You're on the air. I was responding back to a lady named Sister Nikki when she made a comment, and you were saying that all kids is not not capable of playing certain sports because they could do different things. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's like a tree, and they have branches. Each field has different things. But what you're trying to say is when you got a corrupt hope, hope that makes the kids feel like they disown, then they don't want to play that field. Then you also look at why they lost the game. Because they got you got a coach that is putting them down. Okay, so all, when you a coach and you in the school district or anything and you got any position that you hold, you should try to talk to people. I don't care Okay man we'll we'll have to study We'll have to talk about this on another time, possibly, possibly uh, next week. We're on a different conversation, and uh, possibly next week we'll discuss this again, okay? All righty. Okay. Thank you. All righty. All righty. That closes the line, 972-647-1893. All righty. We're going to... Bring other callers on. Yeah, all right. Who do we have? Uh, who we have? Four. We have uh, Corey on uh, line four. Corey? Yes. On line four. Good morning, Corey. Morning, how you doing? Yes, huh? You on? With, Tony, uh, with Attorney Robinson. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had a quick question. Is there a way around the death cat? They're like floating around, like, say, for instance, the, 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 I guess the max right now is like 15 million when somebody die. If you got insurance or property and stuff like that, is there is there a way around it? Uh, 
to pass it on to your heirs instead of like once you hit the threshold of, to give that part to the government? Well, well, uh, you know, uh, uh, my understanding, I'm not a tax expert, but my understanding, you're talking about the estate tax. And right. when, you're, when the value of your estate reaches a certain threshold, it should be subject to a state tax. Uh, to my knowledge, uh, that might be a little ways around it, but, but uh, that would be something that we have to investigate. But uh, primarily, it doesn't affect the majority of African Americans because the threshold, I think, is about 11 million. So if, yeah, your, state, if your state is worth anywhere under 11 million, then you don't have to worry about the state tax because it is there's an uh, exemption. Okay, does that, million, does, that, does that include like uh, life insurance policies and everything too? Well, a life insurance policy doesn't uh, go to the estate; goes to the beneficiary. So that's the way you exclude it. Now, if okay. if you don't have a beneficiary of a life insurance policy, then the proceeds of the life insurance policy uh, will go to uh, the estate. Uh, if the beneficiary does not survive the person or, or for some reason there's no beneficiary, it might be okay. subject to, it might be, it might, but you don't have that okay. many life insurance policies that run, you know, over a million. Well, you got some that run like around, say, uh, like five. And you got a, the the max they run on is like ten million. And so okay, that's, if, they, that's, if the max of a, a if that's correct, then the max on the insurance policy is under the the uh, amount, well, amount saying, the threshold. I'm saying so it's one we, for five and the others for ten. That's what I'm looking at. So that's okay. what I'm saying. It's, it's floating around. It's floating around about fifteen million. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out is it oh. is, is is it subject once you hit since it's a life insurance policy instead of actual cash is it still subject to it? Well, if it goes to the beneficiary, then it doesn't go to your estate. Okay, okay, that's what I need to know. Yeah, only uh, if only if it ends up going to your estate would it be subject to taxation. But the policy itself does not have that type of value. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. Okay. Mm -hmm. All righty. I tell you what, we're up against a short break, and y'all can reach me at 972-647-1893. You want to talk to Attorney Robinson? 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. We're back on Church Information and Open Forum. Our special guest, as always, second Saturday, Attorney Malcolm Robinson. 972-647-1893 if you'd like to speak with Attorney Robinson. All righty, uh, Pierre, bring, bring me a call. Bring me a Jeff is on uh, line four. All righty. Good morning, Jeff. Jeff? 
Yes, can you hear me? Yes, go right ahead. Y'all was Attorney Robinson. Okay, Reverend uh, Tony Robertson, how you doing this morning? Fine. Good. Mm-hmm. I got issue about property. Uh, my father left me 30 acres of property. They left the estate of 30 acres of property. My sister, me, and the other stepkids. Of course, all the other stepkids are gone. I've been paying the taxes on this property since, oh, about 2005. And first off, do I get any money back from the other heirs to this estate? Uh, do I need to file something to get to recover my tax money? <laughs> okay. The, the basic answer is uh, no. Well, let's put it like I'm, I'm going to yeah, the basic answer I'm going to start out with no. When you pay property taxes on property that you do not own, you you don't you don't have an expectation of getting those funds back. You have to make some type of arrangements before you pay those taxes to create an expectation of you getting those funds back. If you call yourself preserve, uh, paying the taxes to preserve the property, well, that's what I did. Okay, Next you, you thing, the the will, go ahead. Yes. The uh, will was probated back in 87, and I'm an heir. My sister's in there. She passed, so her niece, her daughter, and my nephew get uh, her share of the property. Uh, when my dad acquired the property, me and him cleared the land, and she's demanding that my niece is demanding that I give her the prime cut of the land instead of I get it. So uh, I was told that all I need to do is file an affidavit with, uh, well, with the court with two other affidavits stating that I'm the, a legal heir to this property and I can get it put in my name. Well, well, did the court declare you to be an heir of the Decedent, who was the property owner? Are you declare? Yes. You have a court order declaring uh, you as an heir. I just got all the paperwork. I hadn't read it all yet. Okay. All right. You need a court order by a court of competent jurisdiction, which would be a probate court or a, a court that does probate, and they will declare who the heirs are of the decedent or the property owner. Then you take that court order. And, and that can be uh, used to establish your legal airship. You be careful about the affidavits. What they, I think they're referring to is an affidavit of airship. And they try to use, use the affidavit of airship in lieu of a court order declaring a legal heir. They try to use the affidavit of airship to substitute for the court order. That's risky. Some title companies will accept it, some of them will not. But it is the best way to establish a chain of title to property based upon airship is a court order declaring an heir, not an affidavit of airship. People have to be very careful about affidavits of airship because they have a tendency to misuse them and think they have a legal right, and then they receive a subsequent disappointment when they find out that they do not have the legal rights they thought they had. 
So you have to consult with an attorney before you take any action and have the attorney, you and the attorney, go over those documents you have. An attorney can advise you what legal rights you have pursuant to those documents. All right. I appreciate that. Okay. All right. Thank you for your call. Uh, Malcolm, Attorney uh, uh, Robert, give out your uh, your phone number and how people oh, yeah. can contact uh, We always forget that. Mm-hmm. My uh, phone number is 214-941-0717, extension 303. That's 214-941-0717, extension 303. That's the law firm of Robinson and Hoskins. All righty, yeah. I don't know why we always go through. I, I almost forget it every time. Uh, yeah, well, I do too. I, I, I'm gonna have to come up with a way to keep do, stop doing that. <laughs> All right, they right. got we got a line for we just full of calls. We, I'm sure. All righty, all right. Bring us up another call, Pierre. So we have a unknown color. Yeah, it's, that's his name. Caller? Yes. Okay. Uh, good morning. Good morning, unknown caller. Yes, sir. Uh, Doctor Burnett. Uh, yeah. Good. How are you doing this morning? I fine. How are you? I'm blessed and highly favored. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you feeling a lot better today? Yes, I have. I have been. Woo! I had a cough and a sneezing and everything else. I'm doing better now. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. Praise Hallelujah. Uh, I literally wanted to do that, and uh, and I wanted to ask uh, Attorney Robinson uh, a, a question, if I may. Go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, 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 um, Attorney Robinson, I would have a question. I have an issue that's going on. I bought this house, and I allowed uh, 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 the uh, property taxes people to come in and pay my property taxes on the house a couple of times because... I was unable to do it. And what happened was, I got where I, I, I couldn't keep up a payment plan with him paying them for me. Literally, they took me to court trying to take the house from me, but it did not, it didn't hold up. And uh, it was literally called out, and, and from what the judge, I understood what the judge said, uh, you know, I was um, at the age to where I was exempt from paying any property taxes. I don't know what happened in between those couple of years, but these people have come back and they have served me papers to try to get. Um, they, 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 you know, they had me served. They had me served. So, and so I called. This, supposed to been calling this this uh, account manager. They were supposed to been over the understanding from what the letter was saying. It was coming from uh, the that was it paid the property taxes for me. And uh, what happened was. I I don't know what I did why I did this, but I want to ask you: Did I should I have did what I done? Is I allowed these people to go ahead and uh, 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 you know okay them to take out so much money? They said I owe twenty six thousand dollars, and I don't know if I owe that much or not. Um, uh, um, Attorney Robinson, I I went ahead and uh, allowed these people to uh, take out uh, so much money a month. In my out of my uh, social security check, so here I am, going almost seventy years old. Did I should I have not did that, or what, what's going to happen in the long run? Because 
Well, first of all, what kind of taxes? on that for me, Attorney Robinson? What kind of taxes are we talking about? Property taxes. Property taxes. Yes, sir. Okay. So you are, you made an arrangement for some person to pay your property taxes? Well, I allowed them to come out and help me. They, I contact them some kind of way. I don't know what happened in those years. When they did pay them for me for two years, they paid them the property taxes for two years for me. And they turned around and tried to sue me because I didn't. I couldn't hold up my bargain of paying them uh, on that setup, on that uh, arrangement of payment setup plan that they had me set up on. So they turned around and waited. It's, 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 it's been five or six years, but then all of a sudden they, they, uh, they had me serve papers threatening to take me to court. Uh, and then, uh, because of, uh, and you know, it just come up again. I'm, I'm wondering not what I should have did that or not. Should I, should I have contacted my attorney before I did that or? You definitely. They're already doing it. They're already taking out $300 a month. And that's just what I did. I, I mean, because I didn't want them to come in here and try to, t uh, put me out of my house or take my house, you know? You need to talk to an attorney before you committed to anything. Everybody that's listening. Consult with an attorney. Do not sign documents. And do not enter into any type of agreement with anyone till you talk to your attorney and receive an advice <laughs> from your attorney regarding that. In your situation, it sounds like you enter in an agreement to borrow money to pay your property taxes from these people. And now, I don't know whether you sign a document or whatever, they're using that to try to recoup the money that they advance to you to pay your property tax. You need to have consulted with an attorney before you did any of that. Well, I most, I most definitely uh, thought about that, you know, uh, uh, after I done done it, but I don't know what's going to happen. Like I said, they just throw it up $26,000 out there on me. And I, I mean, you know, I don't have a good education and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I just didn't want to be put out of my house because uh, these people had me served with papers, you know, and uh, uh, you know, and I just thought, well, what, what's going on? You know, I thought it was all pretty well much uh, swept on the rug to what when they first tried to take me to court. Uh, you know, when it came up, and then it, and the, I went to went to court. They was there, and the judge just literally just sold it out. You know, and said, you know, with me being the age of where I was, I, I mean, I was exempt from paying any property taxes. But then now they want to try to say I owe them twenty six thousand dollars. Well. Did you ever talk to an attorney about any of this? No, sir, I did not. Okay, that's that's where the problem is. That's your whole problem is is wrapped up in the fact that you did not talk to an attorney before you involved yourself in any of this. So I, I can't I cannot say what rights they have or what rights you have at this particular time. I but see. Not, don't do not in the future. Don't do anything like that. Don't make any, uh, until you talk to an attorney. That's very, very important. And all the people that listen to to uh, this show, uh, this segment of the show that we're involved of, and remember that. Talk to an attorney. Consult an attorney. You know, a, a, a consultations are not necessarily free, but they are very, very valuable. Extremely right. valuable. Yes, sir. And that can and that can help avoid a major problem just by doing a consultation with an attorney. Well, and I just what you talked to an attorney do. about it. I'm not cutting you off, but I, because see, I'm thinking, well, what happens to me 
if what something happened to me, or just say uh, something happened to me next month or next year, and I'm not able to pay these people, you know, you know, like they got it set up, me taking it out of my, but is that, whoever's in my my family here, they gonna have to take up on that, or that they just literally get the house? Is it, wait, that wait. Well, you should you you should consult with an attorney at this time, so you find out exactly what the situation is now, even though and what I effect that they have in the future. Them. Even though I've allowed them to, to go ahead and uh, I've set up this payment plan with them to take out $300 a month out of my third street, I should still go ahead and talk to an attorney? Oh, yeah. Because okay. even the way you're explaining it, 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 there's something missing. And you need to know now what the legal impact and if anything can be done now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, okay. I just don't want to be put out, and I don't want my family to have to be put out, you know, because the house is literally mine, and, you know, I... Uh, well, you consult, you you go ahead, set up your consultation with an attorney so you can have everything reviewed and find out exactly where you stand from a legal standpoint now. Yes, sir. Well, I thank you so much for that uh, information, uh, Attorney Robinson. And if you don't mind, will you give out your phone number again before you uh, go off the air? I would appreciate I'm gonna give it. Out. I'm going to give it out again right now. And yes, if you sir. got a pencil, you need to write I it am. down. Yes, sir. 214. Uh-huh. 941-0707-03-103. That's 214-941-0707-03. That's a law firm of Robinson and Hoskins, H-O-S-K-I-N-S. Okay, then. Thank you so much for that. And, uh... You enjoy, you guys enjoy the rest of your morning on the radio roster. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Yeah, uh, thank Attorney you. Robinson, uh, do uh, people usually get their homes slipped up from under them with stuff like this? Yes. Yeah. Uh, when you say stuff like this, uh, I, I put this stuff in the category with all the other stuff where people try to run schemes. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, they do. And, and uh, yes, yes, it happens a lot. I know it used to happen uh, quite a bit years yeah. ago. People bought, uh, I don't know, you were probably in Dallas then. You've been in Dallas a long time. Yes. Uh, I hear my Starbucks. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, I think, what was it, Singing Hills? Uh, when uh, quite a few people got them houses kind of tried, they tried, and uh, they slipped from houses. I'm under those people that uh, bought oh, yeah. that house, those houses. Oh, yeah. Were you here when they started buying out there in that area? During the mortgage uh, crisis, I guess, yes. I was I was here. That happens a lot. A lot mm -hmm. of people went to prison behind some of the mortgage schemes. Right. Yeah, they had right. a whole lot of schemes that yeah. they thought they were paying for those houses, and... Next thing you know, somebody else knocking at the door says it's their house. Yes, yes. That's the reason why it's very important that people consult with an attorney and get their deed and see whose name's on the deed. Mm-hmm. And, and take the deed to an attorney, and so the attorney can do some initial research to make sure there aren't liens and stuff then filed on your property. And it happens now, but it happened a lot then. Uh, what about those auctions down there? What is that? The first Monday in every month on the state on the uh, county house uh, county steps. Uh, 
Uh, it used to be the first Tuesday of the month. Was it the first Tuesday? It yeah. used to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, 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 that would be the sheriff's sale when people, uh, property that has been um, foreclosed on. Mm-hmm. And well, I, I, shouldn't they watch that very closely? Uh, because they could, I bid for something that has a lien on it. Or will they warn them? What people should do is exactly, you know, like I had just indicated. One, get your deed and read your deed and then go take your deed and consult with an attorney. Mm-hmm. Should they take an attorney down there with them? Oh, no, no. That won't, that's not going to help you. When, if, when they get to that point where they're doing the sheriff's sale, mm-hmm. it's pretty much over then. It's you over then. Action. Yeah, you got to take action a long time before that. You know, I'm still on the line with you guys. I mean, what what is this about when you turn 65, I mean, 65, you're exempt from paying any public? How is this not uh, supposed to be, you know, because I was already turned 65, uh, and I was uh, exempt from paying any public taxes when these people tried to do this, because I did not pay them. So well, first of all, first of all, let me let me say it. First of all, you, you, do, you are eligible for... Uh, senior citizens, that I'm going to call it senior citizens exemption on property yeah. tax, but you have to apply for that, and you have to go, you have to contact the appraiser's office and advise the appraiser's office that you are uh, subject to a senior citizens exemption. That's one thing. Second thing is, I think there's a threshold on that. Uh, it's not just universal senior citizens. So you exempt the property taxes up to a certain point of the value of your house. I thought it was your age. Your age makes you eligible for an exemption regarding property taxes up to a amount of your house. In other words, if you own a, a million dollar house, they're not going to exempt you, exempt all the property taxes. No, this a million house, dollar house just because you're 65. Is that yeah, what I'm saying? for $50,000, and, uh, it, you know, it, 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 it's not going to hold up. It's just, I just feel like something's going to happen if I don't get on out here and get an attorney because, uh, like I said, these people don't stuck me with 26, and I owe them $26,000, and I just don't think. But until you go and talk to an attorney, uh, you don't know what uh, uh, your situation is. Oh, so I don't. You don't know what kind of rights you have. Oh, so I don't. Okay. Oh, okay. So, I tell you what, we're up against a short break, and uh, we'll be back in just a moment. You can reach me at 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. Okay. Yo, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all know. All right. Thank you. We're back, and you're on with Attorney Robinson. But Attorney Robinson... Uh, are there certain two or three things, we only have about six minutes left, are there uh, certain things that we make mistakes to just a layman out here not knowing, that make mistakes, what are the most often made mistakes by them when they come transacting, when you are dealing with property and different things like that? Well, mistake number one, if they, if they feel they have a, uh, legal title or interest in any property, they need to get the deed, uh, current copy of the deed, review, and, and then consult with an attorney. The, the mistake number two is the failure to consult with an attorney. You must 
you must consult with an attorney to to understand what your rights and your duties are under the law. Because you are obligated. Ignorance of the law is no excuse. And the only way you're going to find out information under the law, you have to consult with an attorney. Mm-hmm. That's legally uh, attorney that is licensed and authorized to practice law in the in the state and jurisdiction where you are. Mm-hmm. Not somebody out there that who uh, no paralegal or no legal system, nobody to claim they know. Make sure that you consult with a licensed attorney and understand mm-hmm. what your rights are. Mistake number three: Do not plan or obligate yourself to anything without consulting with an attorney and having the proposal reviewed by an attorney. Mistake number four, if you are served with any papers or documents from any court or any attorney, you immediately call the attorney and and set up schedule appointment for you to go in for a consultation. When you call the attorney, you can let them know you are served. And what I do is, is the reason I get the number out, because I would, oh, you tell me you served, I'll, say, I'll ask you what type of documents. I'll get basic information, and then we'll schedule a time for you to come in so we can review those documents and find out what you have been served with and, and what uh, rights you have and how you can exercise those rights in a timely manner. What is that, about five mistakes out of this world? Oh, God. Man. In other words, they don't need to move or do anything different. Don't sign anything without a lawyer, right? That's correct. People yeah. people that have uh, money, they don't do anything without consulting a uh, lawyer. They have lawyers mm-hmm. on staff. Mm-hmm. When you don't have money or you or a little money, you got to find a way to, to have access to an attorney so you can get legal advice. And we're not, we talking about not just as it relates to criminal matters and divorces and things of that sort. We're talking about legal matters and issues regarding your assets, mm-hmm. wealth, acquisition of wealth, uh-huh. preservation of wealth, and disposing of wealth, and assuring that your wealth is transferred to future generations. Uh-huh. We, we African-Americans guy must get in the habit of doing that. That's mm-hmm. the only way we are going to be able to acquire wealth and well, preserve it. Well, let me ask you, do you ever take any uh, cases where uh, it might be the law might be involved, say, in a, a murder case or anything like that? Uh, a criminal case? Yes. No, I don't do criminal law. You don't do it at all? No, I because I I've to. been asked. I've been asked that question. That's really why I'm asking you. I've been asked. Uh, they wanted. They hear you on on my show, and they they like what you be saying. They ask, "Have you?" They were asking me the other day, "Had you ever? Do you ever do any criminal law?" I told them I didn't think so, but I would ask you when I get you on there. Well, let me just say this, Reverend. I want to make sure you have time. Mm-hmm. I prefer that people call me with their problem, whatever their problem is or they think it is, and let me classify as to whether the problem is a criminal law case or whatever type of law case it is. Mm-hmm. Don't do self-diagnosis 
of your legal issue because it may not be what you think it is. Mm -hmm. What you think is a criminal law issue may not be a criminal law issue. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. and, and even though I do not practice criminal law, if I have clients or potential clients who have a problem that they think is a criminal a law problem, call me anyway and discuss it. And then I'll refer them to someone who practices criminal law. So in other words, it might be a, a wife who just shot and killed her rich husband, huh? <laughs> well, well. <laughs> That's what you usually end up being, something like that. <laughs> well, 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 well if, if you, have to, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I, that, 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 that student who had that gun in his uh, knapsack of all of, that played for That her. crossed my mind. That crossed my mind just then. Yeah, he, he, you know, now he is, he is, has some, some criminal law issues, but it may have some, it, it has some issues other than criminal law involved. Mm. So, if, if he was my client or potential client, and he did something like that, yeah, he needs to call me and go over what happened, and then I will refer him to, to a lawyer that can, if it's a criminal law or something I don't do, I, I can try my best to refer him to, to someone. I prefer people do that. All right. I tell you what, we got to get out of here and run. I'm completely out of time. And I'd like to thank you, uh, Barrister, Colonel Rob, uh, uh, Attorney Robinson. And I ask you all to, uh, I'll see you tomorrow morning on Facebook, Marion Barnett Sr., 9.30 tomorrow morning. Hope to see you all at Heavenly Joy Church tomorrow morning. Like, got to get out of got to run. May the Lord bless and keep all of you. Until we meet again. Bye-bye. To make that change. People of the world today are fading. All of us have our ups and downs. You better